It's the Department of Promethean Science, stealing fire from the guys to make a better life for you and me. It is Saturday, October 10th, 2015, and I'm thrilled to be improvising this week on the podcast with Claire Favorite. And first off, I should uh, allow a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here and confess, I feel a little bit guilty because this episode has been sitting in the can for so long just because the uh, various moving pieces of my life have conspired to ha- have me have limited discretionary time. So uh, we'll be uh, continue to be a little bit of a trickle here, but... Uh, and, you know, the thing that, that uh, was such a bummer about that for me is that I really had a great time playing with Claire, and I, I, I really, really love watching her uh, as a performer and playing with her. She's got just a great sense of mischief, and uh, but also a lot of sort of uh, attentiveness and respect for whatever ideas are in place. So she she's just a, a great scene partner because she she's she's there with you. She's on board with what you're doing and has plenty of a sense of play about how she approaches it. And it's just a lot of fun to play with. Um, I, I really enjoyed watching her play on uh, Miss Century at CIC, and then uh, those times that she sat in with Felt at IO, uh, it's been great. It's uh, because especially the Felt cast can be a, a bit of rocky waters to navigate since we're all firing on id so hard, and uh, she fits right in. And so I was really thrilled to play with her, and uh, felt pretty guilty for not getting this out um, anytime sooner just because it, it was a great time and, and uh, I, it was great to have her on. So hopefully you'll enjoy it too. If you have a suggestion for uh, myself and future guests, please send along to the email address at prometheanscience at gmail.com. That's P-R-O-M-E-T-H-E-A-N science at gmail.com with the subject line suggestion and whatever you care for that suggestion to be in the body of the email. I'll open it up with the guest right before we start to improvise. We'll read it and go from there. If you've got any other kind of correspondence, please feel free to send along to that same email address with anything else in the subject line, and I will eventually one day read it. I apologize to those folks uh, that have emailed me, and it's taken me a little bit of time. I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm well, just a little bit busy, tired and happy. That's the mantra. Um, oh, and then, you know, sort of one thing I've really been enjoying lately is... Uh, it's the Rockford Files. I never watched it before. Uh, 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 well, not as a uh, not as someone with a uh, so-called adult uh, consciousness. I remember my grandfather watching it uh, when I was a little kid and being like, "Oh, oh no, this boring show again." Started watch it. It's fantastic. Like from go, it's great. I can't wait. I'm you know eight episodes into the first season, and I, I have seasons and seasons of fantastic television. Really, really worth checking out. Great sort of entry into the L.A. detective uh, detective genre that somehow I missed for years and years and years. In any case, here is Claire Favre and I improvising to a suggestion from Derek Shoemaker, and that suggestion was Lafayette! <sighs> I need a study break. Okay, yeah, let's take a study break. Okay, thanks. No problem. Do you want three musketeers? Oh, if you got an extra, I don't want to impose, you know. No, my mom keeps them in the freezer. Oh, okay, good. I'll grab grab Freezer? Frozen? They're frozen. Oh, wow. I can't. Is is it going to be too hard for my teeth? Does it hurt your teeth? Well, I don't know. I haven't eaten a frozen one yet. Do you brush with Sensodyne? Mm, No, should I? 
That's what my mom uses. I have Crest Night Patrol. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what are they on patrol for? Uh, cavities, I guess. Oh, man. And anything else that might show up in your mouth at night. Oh, man. Yeah. Pretty crazy. That is, well, I guess you yeah. know what you're doing toothpaste-wise. Well, I don't know. My mom buys it for me, so, you know, she's she says, Crest Night Patrol. It's reasonably priced, and it's got lots of good stuff in there for your mouth so that the little gnomes won't climb up on your chest <laughs> and chisel away at your teeth at night with their pickaxes, you know? I mean, do you have a dentist in your family? No. No. I like my dentist, oh. but he's not in my family. He's just a dentist. Just a, just, mm-hmm. just a dentist. Yeah. Well, I'm going to get them out of the freezer and let them okay. maybe thaw a little bit so that you don't hurt your teeth. Yeah. Well, it just seems like it would be hard. Yeah. I guess because I think of it as like ice that tastes like chocolate and nougat. Yes. You know? That's, that's pretty much it. Yeah. You can't bite ice. You'd have to suck it. Oh, okay. Well, I'll just suck it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> maybe you should get Day Patrol. Day Patrol. Yeah, I guess so. You have one night patrol, one day patrol. Yeah, they do have day patrol. It works all day long, but I need to eat during the day, so I don't know. I don't like having, I don't like eating after having toothpaste in my mouth, you know? Oh, I hate it. I I hate it. I hate it, too. Orange juice. Yeah, orange juice is the worst. Yeah. It's like a a blast of hot acid in your mouth. A dark memory. Yeah, and I love orange juice. I love it. I love it so much. That's the only way to start the day. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but I did, I've done that at the beach. When my family goes to the beach, I'll brush my, I'll brush my teeth, but then it's the beach, so rules are off. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I don't have to go right to bed. I can stay up. And then, and then you know, and the, and you know, my parents are drinking, and then everyone's drinking, and I'm like, oh, I get to have the drink of my choice. You drink? drink? Orange juice. Oh, just, just beverages. Not alcohol beverages? No, not alcohol beverages. I'm not, I'm not allowed yet. I mean, every so often my dad might give me a sip off of his beer or his mixed drink. Trisha Baker drinks beer. Really? Trisha Baker. Yeah, that makes sense. She wears a lot of makeup. She wears a thong. <laughs> what? She wears a thong. Whoa. She has one, at least. How do, do you, what, you say, oh, and Jim. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't seem like that'd be enough support on your cheeks. That, I don't know why you would want a wedgie all day. Yeah. I guess maybe if you felt like you deserved to be punished. You know? Yeah. You can be your own bully all day long. But you may as well just drink orange juice after you brush your teeth. Yeah, but I feel the same feeling. focused on a different piece of the body. body. I don't want to be punished in my mouth. I want to be punished in my butt. (laughs) Is what I presume. (laughs) Not me, personally. I don't want to be punished. Well, I can't tell if it's the best thing ever or the worst thing ever. Because when... The boys are definitely paying more attention to her, but I can't tell if it's good or bad. Mm, probably a little of both. Yeah. They call her Euro Trash. Euro Trash? Yes. I haven't heard that. I mean, neither until they said it to Trisha Baker. What? You, like, the, like the sandwich or the continent? Uh, probably the sandwich. Oh, whoa. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes perfect She's got a little bit of a greasy feel to her. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be... But, you know, with all no, the makeup and, like, you know... Yeah, it's like she's got that curly... curly curly hair that feels like if you put your hands in it, it would go goosh. It would be goosh. Yeah. Goosh. Goosh. You were wearing mascara. You got and you self-wedged yourself because you got a problem. Problem with how you behave. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if she's sad. Probably. She's probably sad. It sounds like a sad set of circumstances. Yeah. You know. I think her mom took her to buy the thong. So maybe. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Weird. I don't like shopping for 
under things with my parents, but who else is going to buy it for you? Who, yeah, that's my question is... Yeah. When and I don't want to spend my own money on it. So and I can't get to the mall by myself. No, it's true. I'm not going to take the bus to the mall to buy. I, I don't know how myself. to take the bus to the mall. Really? It's not too hard. Okay. Yeah. I Do mean, it feels like mall? an adventure. Yeah. You want to go to the mall? Yeah. Will you teach me how to take the bus to the mall? Sure. I want yeah. to get a thong like Trisha Baker. You what? I want to get a thong like Trisha Baker. Are you sad? Maybe. Oh wow. <laughs> okay. Sure. Let's go to the mall and get you a thong. (laughs) Well, okay. Yeah, you just have to have $2.75. Okay. And then they'll give you a slip of paper for you to get back. As long as it's within four hours. Okay. We can get a thong in four hours. Yeah, I think so. I'd like to make it as quick as possible. You should want one, too. Why? You need to get one so I'm not alone. I don't know. I have the feeling that I would be the talk of the boys' dressing room if I showed up with a thong at school. Boys don't have dressing rooms. Yeah, we do. They have locker rooms. Well, yes. The dressing room and the locker room. I don't... It's where you get dressed. It's a dressing room. I know, but it's like... The whole locker room isn't a shower. It's like when you call soccer practice soccer rehearsal. Yeah. We're rehearsing to play soccer. What? I don't see First the problem with it. First you audition for soccer, then you rehearse soccer. I know. Ed, a great audition. They put me on the team. I'm rehearsing, and I am going to have a soccer show next week. It's going to be pretty great. Ugh, I'll be there. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the support. It's pretty great. You know? It's pretty great. The support is pretty great. Support is great. Which is why I don't think you should get a thong. What? Yeah. If I come to your soccer play, you have to come to get this thong with me. Okay, I will. Okay, I will. I'm just saying that, you know, because support is superior and the thong offers none, you know. What about boy shorts? Get some boy shorts. I guess maybe that's the right route. I don't want to be all the way Trisha Baker. No. I just want to be more interesting. Okay. I do want to be the talk of the boys' dressing room. Oh. Not too much. Not the wrong talk. Okay. Well, we can figure out some other... Maybe, uh... If you just carry something around unique, mm. then that would be fine. Like a... you get talked about. Like a new binder? Yeah, like a new binder. You know? Or a handbag with a potted plant in it. Something, <laughs> you know, sort of, um... That nobody else does. A conversation piece. Yeah, a conversation piece. Ah, uh, yeah. You know? Like a um, the game Boggle. I could bring it with me. Yeah, everywhere. And then be ready to play. Although that might lean you a little bit towards, you know, the nerd zone or whatever. Oh, God. Yeah. We can't. I'm already t- way too close. Yeah. But I think, you know, because c- I think of, uh, you know, like, there's a big conversation about Michelle Smeeg. <laughs> and she was like, it's all because she was had that fan, you know, the big, like... You know, like the the big like uh, geisha fan that she was carrying around. You know, and would like snap it. Yeah, and it was like at first it was like uh, you know where it was like Mm -hmm. you know she was getting ragged a little bit. But then somebody was brave enough to sort of be like, yeah, but she was really cute. And then suddenly we weren't talking about the fan; we were talking about how cute Michelle Smeeg is. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, if it's like if you gotta lead with the thong, that's the big. Gun. And you know what? People are just going to be talking about, yeah. uh, you know, exclusively. It's more about the thong and less about you. Yeah, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, it's incredible that Michelle Smeeg was able to bring it back to herself and not be all about the fan. Well, that's what I'm saying, is that at first it was about the fan. But then, it's like the fan was the thing that said, hello, hello, I'm here. I'm, I'm here. Smeag. I'm Michelle Smeeg, and I'm unusual, and I'm unique. And maybe she had to endure a few slings and arrows yes. in the hallway. Yes. But I'll tell you what, after the boys' locker room conversation... She got a lot of attention. Yeah. And although there was some gentle nudging and ribbing, you know, she she started, yeah. It was flirtatious. And she had her pick of, you know, guys after that. And you got an inside man. Yes. So all I'm saying is that, like, since you got an inside man, make use, you know, I'll steer it where it needs to be steered. Yes, yes. But I can't, but I can't do it. If there's not already a conversation started, because if right. I just start talking, then it's it'll be, be too obvious. It'll be like it'll be like, oh, he's you know, he's pushing for yeah. this topic. Yeah, or he's he's in love. We're gonna ride his ass, you know. Oh, that would be yeah bad. Yeah. They they don't like that in the dressing room. No, no. It's Locked we all learned the cautionary tale of, of Rodolfo yeah, Beat. Of Rodolfo Beat, yeah, because <laughs> he was like. I told you about that. Yeah. He, yeah. He was, well, that uh, was super embarrassing. Who who writes on a permanent note anymore? Yeah. No, I know. I know. It was like he sent that note out, and then later that day, he hadn't heard back. So just in the boys' locker room, he goes, what do you guys think about Melinda Little? And uh. nobody thinks anything about Melinda Little. So it was like, he just got, that was, you know. Painful. It was, yeah. He, he, he went before the tribunal, and he got... You know, judged. He got judged hard with bang, towels. Bang, to bang, the bang, gavel. bang, 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 <laughs> bang, 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 ass gavels. <laughs> so, you know, so I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. So you got to have some reason to like branch the topic, but then yeah. you can turn it around. <laughs> there's, there's a very charged political atmosphere in the boys' locker room. I'm sure it's the same <laughs> way in the girls. Well, do you, you have gotta, to be a topic in the girls' locker room? No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the right kind of topic, obviously. I gotta admit, I'm still figuring it out. All right. I'm not ready for that kind of pressure. No worries. No. I'm trying to think about my soccer shows yeah. first and foremost. Yeah, you've got to. You know, opening I soccer wanna, night. I want to focus on opening soccer night. You know, it's a short theatrical season of soccer, so <laughs> I need to stay focused on all the shows. <laughs> And bring my best stuff to each one of those shows. Are you still an understudy? I have been elevated. Ooh. Yes. I am in full bloom. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> no longer an understudy. I'm in the regular cast. <laughs> <laughs> featured cast. Featured. I'm a featured player. <laughs> Well, I'm sure that will kind of form its own topic in the girls' locker room. You, you may find yourself, you know... A, okay, well, just don't push anything. I won't, I won't. You don't want to do it unless you really want to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a Think lot of these, buzz. Uh, well, let's not push anything. We'll let the buzz be what it is. All right, all right. Do you think the uh, Snickers bars are hot enough to put in my mouth yet? They're three musketeers, and I mean... Oh, three musketeers. Even better. I hate those nuts in there. <laughs> our time <laughs> oh, oh man that was great uh, <laughs> or 
mean, I don't know if it was great. I had a really great time. I, I, I was I had just fun. yeah. There was a lot of like really fu- obviously funny little <laughs> things in there, and it was it was uh, it was nice because I felt like it was really sort of sweet. You know? Yeah. Like, I really liked playing that because I felt like it was not too... I mean, like, there were some unusual details, but it wasn't wildly unusual over the course of the whole thing. Like, I could believe that, like, at, that we were kids who were friends. And I felt like it was, like, maybe we had been friends for a, a really long time. Maybe it was, like, parents' friends or, like, we were elementary Grew school friends. Together. And now we're, like young high schoolers or something, you know? I just love that it wasn't, um... I feel like this is always, like, on the table in a Herald scene, is, like, that they have to be in love with each other when mm-hmm. they're harboring a crush. And yeah. it was so nice to, like, not have that be the engine of the scene. I agree. I really agree. It's like that, you know, I feel like if that's the... You know, if that's naturally what happens, it's mm-hmm. great. But, like, anytime sort of, like, dram- like... Anytime there is a dramatic... Or, or, like, a narrative impetus for making people feel things in a scene that they don't naturally feel, it kind of, like, robs the scene of a little bit of believability, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I felt like I was kind of, like, in somewhat of an effete mode, you know, where it was, like, where when you're, like, when you're, like, do you want to be in the uh, it, a topic of the girls' locker room, I was like, I don't know. Like, I mean, the <laughs> yeah. mode I was in, I was like, I think I'm, like, kind of a late bloomer. And, I mean, I don't know it, it necess- I didn't even... And I was glad that that didn't necessarily immediately mean that, like, I was, like, homosexual. Maybe I was. But, like, maybe I was heterosexual. But I was, like, a late bloomer kid that was, like, not really comfortable with, yeah, yeah. you know, the, the implications of that. We're just a private kid. Yeah, I yeah. Don't like- yeah. So, well, which was a horrifying notion that I might wind up in the boys' uh, locker room with wearing a thong just because <laughs> I was buddies with you and you needed to have it happen again, you know? I mean, what, what, yeah, that was really funny, sort of, like, the way that those things, like, sort of that we sort of like felt that stuff out like being able to have that conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. and like just the notion of sad, the sadness of the girl who's like way advanced you know <laughs> yeah. and then like the fact that her mom was the one that like got so it for her you know it was yeah. just like that was yeah there was a lot of like you know it, stuff there uh, yeah that was cool I mean so what was the I sort of had this had a, uh, so I sort of had the the sense that like the way that you started it, that we ne- you needed a study break, that we were like a pair of high school kids at your parents' house that were mm-hmm. studying history from Lafayette. Lafayette. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and we're taking that break. And so it's like kind of in the back of my mind that like maybe we would get back to it and that would become something overt. Yeah. But I kind of like felt like I had an understanding of what your motivation was for how how that's that started. And uh, and so so like what was that like? What that what did uh, what were you what were you feeling about? What were you thinking, like, one that, to, to roll into that? Because it was a great, like, sort of very exact context where you knew, you knew exactly who we were, what we were doing, where we were. You, like, knew everything and got it out in a very, like, succinct and nuanced way that told us kind of all that stuff between knowing what the suggestion was and knowing how you started of, like, let's take a break and have a Three Musketeers, you know, it's like... <laughs> All that stuff triangulated, I thought, in a really lovely way. But, like, what got you to that starting point? Oh, um, I feel like you might be giving me too much credit. I didn't know that we were middle school until 
Because we were talking about Night Patrol. I mean, <laughs> which was so funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, like, I knew... I guess that, like, was the tip that we were younger than high school or college. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because I don't think college and high school students are talking about... Well, who knows? Well, okay, yeah, so study breaks definitely... Well, and we, I wasn't comfortable drinking yet, you know? Yeah, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That was so, okay, like, you said you don't drink, and I was like, okay, like... That's middle school was when that came out. Like some people were ready for that, all that stuff. So yeah. that's that's where all that came from. It's, and, and middle oh scenes about middle school always feel like like returning to the scene of the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we're all like, the worst, like disgusting and. Like oh just yeah it was a, is, middle school was a bummer of a situation. It's like you know? House of Cards, <laughs> yeah. but like <Yeah>. meaner. <laughs> yeah, like people have like developed the, in their sort of like physiological and psychological development have developed to the point where they like have some adult cruelness but don't have don't, have not had enough adult experience to also have empathy you know like, when so I think like, about ugh. those girls who did have thongs like there was like a, I remember like a girl who bent over and I had no idea if it was a good or a bad thing that boys were like hey what's up like, I was like I can't tell what kind of attention that is <laughs> yeah which is great I mean I think that like the truth of the truth of, the, of us dealing with this is like I get I mean taking you to that moment like yeah, we still don't quite know, yeah. you know? But it's like, maybe from the perspective we have now, we, like, kind of know that it's, like, not really a good thing to have to be asking those questions at that stage of development. Right, yeah. Right? Oh, God, delay it as long as you can. <laughs> yeah, but it's, like, still, like, kind of, like, the still there is, it's asking a kind of question. So, like, that kind of, like, juxtaposition, I think, is the thing that was interesting to put us back into that mindset and it was i thought that was a really kind of a, a sort of a an interesting progression too where we kind of like started out because we were coming from studying and taking a studying break we sort of started with all this small talk of like what our teeth brushing habits were <laughs> and whether i had sensitive teeth yeah. and like all that stuff and then sort of like slowly drifted towards the stuff that was socially on our mind that we kind of would want to talk about, right? But, like, it took us a little bit to get there because we were in action. We were in the process of action. And so, like, we dealt with the stuff that was coming off of that action. And then when it came to, like, oh, well, now it's our break and we get to talk about what we want to talk about, it was like, well, here's the the deal, you know? It was so nice to have, like, time to find out what my person wanted. mm -hmm. Because lately I've been doing the pool and we do a Herald every week. So you feel like you have to, like, really find out what your want is right away. Right, yeah. And just, like, to be like, oh, my character wants... She thinks she wants to be like a thong person. Yeah. Like she she wants to figure out like what she is, and it was just like nice to like find that like instead of being like I guess I want to have sensitive teeth like like you have to rush into it. Yeah, yeah. That's a little. I think that's a really interesting thing, you know. And it's like I just um, it wasn't this week, but it was the previous week that like playing in in uh, in the in the level three that I'm teaching. It was it was the ten minute scene week, you know. Yeah. And. I think that's a funny thing that you that people get to of being induced to have to make sure something really important happens in every every scene of their heralds, you know? Yeah. But like you look back at those scenes that are ten minutes long and they're really, really great and they're so magnetic and so enjoyable because people are really listening to each other instead of like 
having that internal probe for like what's important, you know, yeah. like oh, what's what's the thing inside of me that I'm gonna play? But they're they 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 have spaciousness and they have like a focus on each other, and it pays dividends and there's discovery and sort of like the thing that I always posit is that like any minute and a half slice of any one of those scenes would actually function in a herald and so like we get so tripped out about like the shows that we're playing and then they induce us to play differently in scenes than the way that we really ought to be playing you know it's i think that there's like that in the in in shows like that they're kind of like there's things that you have to do to start your scenes that may differ a little bit, but they're, but it's like a sliver of time, you know, where it's like that the sliver of time should be adjusting to where you are on the show and what you need to like mechanically do to gain entry to a scene. But then once you're in a scene, it should be, you should be able to play it like it's real, you know? And I think that's just kind of like institutionally something that, uh, that we lose. Like we lose, that notion we lose the the freedom of play and instead like the weight of the structure of the external thing crushes the beauty and fun of the of the those internal building blocks that matter the atomic things that matter so it's something that bums me out where i'm yeah, just like you just like lose a little truth i think when you have that like ticking clock in mind yeah. cuz you have to like rush to whatever the ending of your scene is going to be yeah and I, that's the thing is that I think that that, that kind of me, that sort of like mechanical you know notion of like finding an engine is is it is it can be a little bit detrimental. Like I would like to see, and I think that's one of the things sort of like one of the problems of kind of almost the the pretentious side of 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 playing this that stuff that gets encouraged that's a little unfortunate you know because it takes us into this sort of like more generic less truthful space sitcom where it's like yeah where it's like oh we're trying to make a statement and so we're organizing all our play towards making a statement but it's not going to be a statement that actually reflects something that is true it's going to be making a statement for a statement's sake instead of like being open and playing and making a discovery and then having your statement be some, whatever you discovered and sort of retroactively being like, oh, we went on a journey that revealed that we felt this way about this. Yeah. And that was cool. And we didn't know that it was going to happen. And just putting ourselves in there as a component is the thing that made it happen. You know, like this scene, it's like, oh, it wound up being this reflection on like, you know, w- being what, w- how you view sort of like taking steps into adulthood yeah. as a you know at the at the when you're on the cusp of adulthood right and i think the thing that we kind of discovered that was so cool was just like we don't know like we don't know what what's appropriate or like what's troubling while we're in it and even outside of it we don't know you know it's yeah. like i think we just produced something that was truthful to our feelings you know yeah so i wish that we would do that in shows instead of being like now we've got to play to make a declaration about the universe you know it's like fuck that we don't know anything about the universe you know (laughs) we know as much as it gets it's kind of nice to like not have a thesis of like it's bad to grow up too fast Mm -hmm. instead it was just like 
some, yeah. some people are really fast and some people are not ready yet. And yeah. That's yeah. much more resonant, I yeah. think. You know, I mean, when we make those declarations where it's like, it's bad to grow up too fast, we don't have the freedom to explore all the points of view that surround sort of the issue, the notion. Instead, we have to maybe alter our naturalistic behavior to comply with a rule, you know, and compliance with the rules robs us of the ability to play, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, that, I mean, maybe I'm, you know, maybe I'm just being, maybe I'm like, like arguing for, um, a, for a fruitlessly less purposeful notion of a show, but the way that like, when I when you know when my when my team is playing heralds, I think that it's that we wind up having much more dividends playing like being small, you know, yeah, like being small and being genuine and feeling figuring out what the more like universal feeling is for that by the time it's over, like when it's over, even not even leaving with a question about it. I think winds up being more resonant as long as we're, we're truthful. I feel like that's something that, that, that you know, I mean, I don't, I don't want to like suck my own fucking dick over it, but I do think that we're <laughs> relatively that. successful that. in that. You know? <laughs> it, but yeah, I'll try not to. But I think that we're relatively successful on a more frequent basis because we don't have, we're not trying to comply with that, with that semi-pretentious template that most people are asked to comply to. You yeah, know? I, I remember when Farrell was teaching our five, he was like, just make the Herald work for you. Like, don't yeah. be freaked out by, like, one, two, three game, one, two, three game. Like, just make it work for you, which I think it's easier said than done, because yeah, it's nice to have the structure. <laughs> yeah, well, it's good to have the structure, but, like, you really, like... You, I mean, that's the thing, is that you need ensemble agreement to, like, be human and be present, and you need you need directorial support to understand what you're trying to do. You know, I mean, you need to be given a, mas- a mission by a director to be like, like, hey, instead of, you know, like washing yourself out in it for the sake of making de- untruthful declarations, let's play small and real and have something that is true and big produced out of being genuine instead of being like, here's the, you know, so, and I don't know, I mean, I can't, I, I don't want to unfairly critique <laughs> you, your experience, you know, playing that particular show, but I'm like, this is so fun. Yeah. And it's, I really, I really like playing with you a lot because I think you're really game, you. you know, like when you've played felt, I, I've loved it when you played felt just cause you're so like, I mean, you deal with the maniacs so well <laughs> and like push back on them and like stay within the same you know, you, you you play worlds really well and like tones really well, and I would I I would much prefer to see you play like the way that we played all the time instead of being like oh I need to be more assembly line yeah. you know it's yeah. like but that's not assembly line is not good no. <laughs> you know? like hand you know assembly line is fine if what you're trying to do is produce a lot of of the same unit of something that's interchangeable and cheap and oh. and like you know <laughs> and, but 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 for us i mean for most for most of the the, the for, for most other crafts having something handcrafted that has the foibles of the artist 
in it produces something that's a lot more special and interesting. Yeah. And so, like, that is what I, what I would prefer for your experience to be and what I would prefer for all of our experiences to be, you know, like to, to handcraft things instead of to try and assembly line them, you know? So, like, you know. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm putting poison in your ear, but I'm just like, I, I'm like, fuck it. Like, don't what? Don't worry about like deciding yeah. that you're. Don't don't worry about deciding what your thing is. Like <laughs> when you're in scene, yeah. just like figure out who you are and then become that person. Yeah. And then if it winds up being a small scene, you know, if we get a minute and a half of like, I st- I'm like, I would rather watch the minute and a half scene where we wind up just ambling through talking about Night Patrol than someone. <laughs> You know, I love Night Patrol. Yeah, I mean, I just imagine if we had never gotten to all that stuff that was, like, really fun and really important and really powerful, I, I think, but had just been, like, you know, had, had gotten edited after our first uh, laugh after talking about what our to- teeth brush- brushing habits are. It's like, I'd rather see that than someone who is behaving insanely over... <laughs> And in a way that doesn't seem true. True, yeah. You know, over like, oh, I need to brush my teeth right now. Because <laughs> I do. Oh, you said night patrol. I need to brush my teeth. It's like, it's just like, uh, I, want to I, be, I want to be loved by my dentist. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's wait, like, that's, that's a great a, scene. That, yeah, that's a high bar to set. It could be a great scene <laughs> as long as it winds up being true. But if it winds up being like, oh, I want to be loved by my dentist. Is that okay? Have oh, you, you, you want something? You want something equally bad, and now we're not listening to each other? We're just, like, running in side-by-side tracks about the thing that we want without any interaction? Have you ever seen a scene where two people, like, yell, uh, but it doesn't feel true? It's yeah. just, like, the thing of, like, two people, like, I'm going to turn up the intensity! Yeah. Oh, far too frequently. Because uh-huh. it's, like, because then it's, like, people just yelling, screaming, <laughs> but with no impact on one another. So it is just, like... Oh, I'm turning the volume up. I'm turning the volume up. I'm turning the volume up. But there, because there is no interplay, it isn't more intense. It's just louder. You know, it's just like, yeah. That's why, like, seeing someone just scream their head off, it can be like, ugh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You are just committing violence <laughs> yourself. You're trying you know? so hard to be like a wacky character. Yeah, it's not. I mean, you I've know, done it before. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yelling's fine as long as it's true. Yeah, yeah. It's all fine as long as it's true. Uh, you know, yeah. but, you know, again, what the fuck do I know? Um, whoa, so, whoa. <laughs> uh, so the dog went off. Um, is there anything that that, uh, that we didn't talk about that was in there that stuck out to you? Uh, what made me laugh was when you said a locker room was a dressing room, and that gave me so much, <laughs> it's fun, because well, like, yeah. then your guy was that guy, and that was so great. It's not like we didn't have like some silly gameplay in there. It's yeah. like playing in a way that is like, uh, you know, has some loyalty to the notion of being a real human being doesn't preclude silliness and whimsy and so yeah I mean it just helped me be more of that effete dude of like <laughs> so oh yeah it's a dressing room it's soccer rehearsals <laughs> I'm no longer an understudy I'm part of the cast <laughs> you know it's so like great. all that stuff where it's just like oh yeah but I accept this is real so <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah I thought that was really fun cool awesome yeah. thanks so much thank you That's-